0: She'll make you say, oh my God. Oh my God. Hey. She got the scoop hey. um, culture So great ain't what you think. It's Sarah and the crew. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Sarah Fraser show. Of course, I'm your host, Sarah Frazier I love that you guys listen to TSFS. Thank you so much. Today on the show is a friend of a longtime friend of mine and a person that's controversial that kind of took a chance on me probably like three or four years ago when she was on the show 2017 I guess so three headed on four years ago. Miko Grimes is an outspoken NFL wife to Brent Grimes who played who's played for many teams um, and is still active in the NFL but probably most famously for Miami Dolphins and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. She's back on the show today because we share a love for all things Housewives And she's friends with some of the Housewives So she reveals some details about Real Housewives of Atlanta Including uh, her friend Portia Is Portia any chance that she's getting back with Dennis We also call Kim Zolsiak, Bierman, live on the show You can see what happens there And she's an outspoken advocate For Black Lives Matter So we talk about that She's also um, not for the COVID vaccine So we discuss that everything She puts her son on social media She doesn't smoke pot in front of her son On social media But she certainly has been around him and so she talks about you know as a mom what kind of comments and backlash she's gotten there so I think you're in for a treat and you'll like this I want to thank one of our sponsors you guys know the best way to support this show is of course to frequent our sponsors and so many of us have decided to launch businesses through COVID if you're doing that you need to be signed up for ShipStation. and guess what you get two months free when you use my code, so you definitely need this. If you sell stuff online, you're definitely in the right business. More people are shopping online than ever before. And that means a lot of orders coming in and a lot of orders going out that you'll need to ship fast with ShipStation. You can import orders from any sales channel, ship with any carrier, access discounted shipping rates, automate just about any shipping task, and you'll spend a lot less time on shipping and a lot more time on growing your business. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation funnels, all your orders into a simple interface that can manage. you can manage from anywhere, even your cell phone. It's no wonder ShipStation has more five-star reviews than any other shipping software. Don't believe me? Go and check out their reviews on their website. Ship more in less time. Just use my offer, TSFS, to get a 60-day free trial that's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, type in TSFS, that's ShipStation.com, enter offer code TSFS, and make ship happen. Okay, here's my girl, Miko Grimes. All right, my dear friend Miko Grimes is here. We have been friends, oh my gosh, probably three or four years now. You were one of the first big name people to ever take a chance on me and come on my podcast show, which I'm so grateful for when you were like going viral for basically calling out every motherfucker in the NFL. Like, I mean, honestly, Roger Goodell hates you more than he hates Barstool Sports. You're like the only person. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and I hate that you say I'm the big time name. I don't even think of myself as a big time name. I think I just have a big voice and my energy is big, you know, because I, I think I'm I'm popular. I'm just, I'm not famous, you know, but I, I came on your show because I, I thought that I felt like you keep it real. Like you say exactly how you feel. You don't bullshit. You don't sugarcoat. You own everything. So I loved it when I, you know, check. Well, I had my assistant check you out and everything. And I was like, oh, this girl, Sarah, is all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel the same about you because you're one of the few women I feel like these days that truly gives off big dick energy. I mean, you know, you do. Most women, we're all trying to get to that place, right, where we don't give any fucks and we want, we want to really say how we feel. But so few people can do it, you know, because... People come for you on the internet or you lose your job or whatever, yeah. you know But you get to actually live it and that's one of the things vice versa One of the things i'm just drawn to about you is like You'll go on there and you'll tell everyone in the nba to fuck themselves in management and don't get the vaccine
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I- Well, I have to give that credit to my husband brett grimes because what I've learned is, you know, when you have financial freedom, you do get to have an opinion, you know? And so, with him being so rich, you know, making so much money, um, I don't have to have a job. I choose to work, I choose to be employed by someone or, you know, whatever it is that I'm doing at the time, but I don't have to be. None of it is going to make my lights go off. So,
0: I, know. I need to say what
1: the fuck I want to say. <laughs> so good. Well, a blessing. <laughs>
0: And by the way, I want to ask you too, I'm going to ask you this too. One of the things I love about Mika, when you go to her house, you know, she always has the best weed. Now, you know, and I, I, I've tried to smoke weed and, you know, it just, instead it keeps me up all night. I guess I'm drinking, I'm smoking the wrong weed. She's smoking Probably. weed right now. It keeps me up all night and then I like can never get drunk, which I love. And I'm never hung over, you know? So, yeah. but it never, like all pe- people tell me that relaxes them all. This, I'm like, it just amps me up even more.
1: <laughs> You got to read, you know, there's, there's, um, it's like any medicine that you take, you know, there's, um, effects of it. And so there's a thing called sativa, which is pretty much like an upper, it's like Coke in a way. If you want to compare, I, do, I don't know if you've ever done Coke, but <laughs> I
0: have I have not, well, I've done Adderall, which is basically like a form of meth really yeah. just legalized, but but there's
1: syndica, You know, which is like a, like alcohol. It's a downer, you know, it's like a relaxer. It's a, it's a, it's like a, you know, a chill, like go to bed, you know, but being down and there's hybrids, which are in the middle. So you've got to read what each specific one
0: also does to you. So. All right, well you're gonna have to school me once I have this baby, you know? I mean after that. Congratulations <laughs> again, I'm so happy for you. Thank you so much. I cannot wait. You're a mom and your son is so amazing. Oh my god. Talk about wise beyond his years. And yeah. Okay and I gotta I gotta ask you this Cause I'm planning on Putting my son on social media Does Aiden hate it Like that you how How is that Because you put him on a lot So like Was that ever an issue For you and Bren Does your son now say to you Cause he's older Like I don't want to be on So how does that go Well in the beginning uh, I've always just recorded And
1: I I documented my entire pregnancy the birth like I've documented him since the day I laid eyes on him and so I remember a video I have from when he was maybe like 2 years old and he said to me mommy no more pictures no more pictures because I'm constantly recording him so he's grown up used to it but I didn't start putting him on social media until he started asking you know what it was and people started telling him, like when we would be at the grocery store or something, people would say, oh my God, I saw you doing this or doing that. And he's like, how do those people see me doing all these things? And I like, oh, mommy has social media. He goes, what is it? So I kind of explained to him what, you know, Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat was. And then he was like, oh, he kind of liked it. He liked that people would see him somewhere and bring up something funny or crazy that he did. So he kind of enjoys it. You know, he doesn't like the negative side of it. Like sometimes I um, I say things that are embarrassing or- uncomfortable to him. So, you know, like the bad things about him, like if he cusses, like last week he said he said cuss word, which people were like, that's not a cuss word. He said hell no to me. And I felt like that is a violation as a black mom. Like you don't get to say hell no to your mom, you know? But he, you know, he was just a little embarrassed. He thought he was like in trouble, you know, but I'm a cool mom. Like I communicate with him, you know, about things that I don't like and, and things that are okay before I like discipline him, you
0: know? Yep. Yep. And, and that has never been a problem. Like, Brent is fine with it. Yeah,
1: he couldn't care less.
0: He's like, all good, put your son on. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, as long as I can handle it. The only negative,
1: like I told you before, is like, you know, sometimes people come for your children because you put them on there. And that he's probably my only weakness on social media. Like, you can say oh, yeah. anything to me. And I'm going to laugh it off or talk some shit right back but my son is like a violation it crosses the line for me so I think people know that though.
0: Your son is wise beyond his years and sometimes when I watch your stories I almost feel like he guides you sometimes you know. Yes. He's he's so he's so wise. <laughs>
1: He has stopped me from beating a lot of bitches' asses too. <laughs> let me tell you, girl, because I have been get—I've been in arguments over the phone with friends and going off and going off. going mama slap this bitch. And, oh, can I cuss on you, girl? Uh, yes. Oh my God, please. We yes. I don't know if you had went all PG thirteen on me and shit. <laughs> no,
0: absolutely not. We just talked about doing cocaine. The okay, F word I- is fine but um so then he'll say mom i don't think that
1: you're thinking this through like he will literally talk me down off ledges of doing bad things to people like but- right, several times
0: Miko, you must get mom shamed though Because some I feel like sometimes I've seen your stories And like maybe you're I don't think you smoke like weed In front of him Or maybe you no. do But like Or he's walked in And then you've told him to leave But yes. people must mom shame you Like crazy No,
1: I think they don't Because I educate so much About marijuana Like if you're gonna do a drug Around your child It could be weed Like that could be the one That you would do Around your child And it's about education for me um, If I thought I was harming my child in any kind of way, I would never do it. But I know that him walking past a cloud of weed smoke is not going to be detrimental to his life, you know. So I can't even—I wouldn't even feel shamed if someone tried to mom shame me about that. I would—I'd probably be proud because my son can educate any adult on weed, like not really? just like, yeah, he can educate you on on history of it, where it came from, how it got became illegal. Uh, you know why it should be legal, the benefits, you know, the, the negatives. He knows all of that. So it's like for me, I'm proud. I'm a proud weed
0: smoking mother. <laughs> But you need to do that on a t-shirt That needs to be your next Well and it is funny right How as a society We're okay with drinking right And we we, you know Lots of us grow up with Well sadly lots of us Grow up with parents Who are total alcoholics Who you know fall down Drunk in front of us But you know you grew up Watching your parents Have a couple beers or something And that seems totally acceptable Just because it has The label of legal Then marijuana finally Is getting the label of legal But people still have that stigma Of oh you're you know Smoking a joint or whatever in front of your kid
1: yeah i I don't smoke in front of him that is definitely a rule of my husband's for me because he's not a weed smoker um but um it used to be when we first started i couldn't even smoke in the house when me and brent were just dating i had to go outside you know like it was a cigarette or a crack or something you know and then i had to educate him on weed, and and slowly, then I got a, i had a little nook in the, you know, backyard, and then I had a room, and now I can fucking smoke all over
0: the fucking house <laughs> now. <it's- laughs> <laughs> He's like, fine and So for people who don't know Because it's been several years since you've been on the show Brent Grimes, very well known Very, very talented NFL player um, Is your husband And you yeah. two have been together for years y- You kind of, you went viral like 2017 When you would call out everybody At the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like, 20, No, 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 that was the Dolphins 2015 oh, 2015? Okay, so 2015 Brent was with Tampa No, 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 Miami Miami, okay yeah. And then when was he with the Bucks? He was with the Bucks 2016.
1: He I was trying to get out of Miami Dolphins contract to get to the Bucks contract. So they wouldn't let him out of the contract, so I had to, you know, do what real bitches do and, you know, escape make get him a great escape from the contract which was me uh telling shit that you're not supposed to tell as a wife about an organization but the owners play dirty you know when they want to make a a player look bad or they want someone to not sign them they will expose things about them and be and be rude and disrespectful so I felt like well I'm gonna just take a a chapter out of their book and expose some of their dirty laundry and, and and within 48 hours I'm pretty sure they're gonna Release him from this contract And then we can get the fuck on And
0: do what we gotta do Somewhere else And it worked And what were some Of the specific things you said I know that you would I I liked when you would tweet at I think the quarterback And you would tell him To like lick the jizz You know Off of his own dick Or something That was like my favorite
1: Yeah, because, you know, the quarterback was one of the biggest reasons
0: that the team wasn't uh, um,
1: successful. And they always try to blame it on like the defense. And specifically, some of the times they try to blame it on my husband, who had an incredible career as a Miami Dolphin. And I think that, you know, they were trying to cover up for this guy. And I had a personal problem with him and his wife. And so uh, that's why I targeted him. I, I never target players. I'm a player's first kind of girl. I'm a sports reporter. I play professional sports. So I understand what it feels like to be an athlete and for how to have the media, you know, harass you and say things about you and you, you have no voice. But I felt like since I don't like them at all, and I think that, that they are racist, uh, I just said, you know what, let me attack the one thing that they're trying to cover up the most and they're trying to protect the most, which was their quarterback. You know, it's just smart thinking, in my opinion, you know, like. I can't attack someone they don't care about and think that I'm going to get results. So I attacked the quarterback.
0: Nothing I said was a lie, not a single. Tweet was a lie. Well, obviously, you, it couldn't have been because I don't think you were ever sued, right? You were never sued for any of that. You told me because it was true. Yeah, <laughs>
1: there was no defamation I, ever. I, yeah, I just basically went at you know just his skill level, some of the private things that took place in London um, between him and some practice squad players, that he said some very disrespectful things about, um, and I also just kind of attacked the, the integrity of the Dolphins organization. Um, Uh, Some of the little things that they they don't really care. Like they don't care about the players. There's no family. They preach this family thing. All the teams do that. But you're not family. You're you're an employee. You know, at at best, you're, you know, two businesses working together, you know. And so I just I just basically opened the eyes to a lot of future NFL players and current players about just what this league is really about, you know, and they didn't like that.
0: When, now, who was the Bucks? Was it Ryan Fitzpatrick? Who was the, was that the quarterback? Who was the quarterback at the time? Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Okay, got it, got it. And yeah. um, I'm so with you. I hate when companies say we're a family. You're like, fuck off. You know, it's a capitalist society we live in. Yeah. We're not. You know, you guys don't give a shit. Like until, you know, right. you all say that until somebody gets injured or something and then they like discard you and no one speaks to you. It's, it's yep. such bullshit. Now, yeah, it is. Were, how did you and Brent feel about the Bucks winning the Super Bowl though this year? Like when when you're someone like Brent and you're an athlete too, you're at such at high performing levels and then you leave a team, is it kind like do you wish them well or are you somewhat like bitter that they end up winning after you've gone? Well, I can't really speak
1: for Brent girl because we are two different people like i'm about the money girl like i don't give a shit about a super bowl i don't give a shit i mean it would be fun it would be good times to be in that elite category of champion but at the end of the day i'm about the bread okay i'm about how much did we make this year Mm. you know we reach our goals you know are we being used more than we're being paid those are the kind of things that matter to me. Now, I'm a football fan at the end of the day. I'm a Rams fan. I went to the Bucks game. They played the Rams in November right after Thanksgiving, Monday Night Football. I flew in for the game. Love it. <laughs> I got seats from Will Packer, who's a good friend of mine. Um, so I sat there. I, and the Rams beat them, so I had a great time. But at the end of the day, I was very happy because there are a lot of people on that team that we consider family that you know we we're really, really good friends for and I know how hard a lot of those guys worked and I I really like that they won because Bruce Arians, who's the head coach, hired a lot of black coordinators, which is very rare in the NFL. And it's something that's strange to me because you have a league dominated by black athletes, but you don't have very many black coaches and black coordinators and black GMs, no black owners, you know, and so I thought that what he did was ballsy to come there, get Tom uh, Brady, who is a Trump supporter, to f- have a league of to have a whole bunch of black men following him, and 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 you know and riding for him with these black coordinators, and it just goes to show you that if we all just come together, that's you know, true. That's a good point. Be incredible. We could do great things. So I just commend Bruce Arians for the squad that he put together, not just on the field, but in his uh, front office, his coaching staff. I, I think that it was a great thing for for us, my people, just keeping it real. So I, props to the Bucks. I didn't think you were going to do it. I did not
0: have you winning the game. I know. But, but you won. So that's great. It was it was shocking. I did not think they would win either. But you know, the Chiefs had so much drama. I think leading up to oh that, with, with so, the, it was just disaster. You knew it was going to happen. I did. I thought. I really thought there's no chance for the Bucks until that week before when, um, you know, you're much better with names. But um, the coach's son there was involved in that crash and had been drinking. Yeah. And I thought, uh oh, this is and then the, the quarterback is
1: injured. You know, he had a concussion the week before. He's yeah. got an injury that needs surgery the next day. They lose two um, offensive linemen The tackles, which are very important Positions on the line And it just seemed like it was just Meant to be honestly. Yeah,
0: It seemed like too many things leading up to it To to overcome, you know um, Tell me this uh, You've obviously, one of the other things about you And everybody needs to follow you Iheartmiko on um, Instagram You're booting off Twitter, girl So you can't even say Twitter no more <laughs> they, did, did they ban you from Twitter? Oh yeah, years ago oh. Yeah, what?
1: about four or five years ago. Yeah, I got banned because one of the Miami beat writers, who was they were still harassing me after we left to go to Tampa. They were still constantly harassing me online and saying things. And so I had told one of them that when I fly back into Miami, I was going to pull up on him and spit in his face. <laughs> and so he like literally called the police.
0: Yeah, he took it as a threat. Yeah. Really scared his life.
1: Like, he had a whole moment, girl. He needed an Oscar, okay? And so Twitter hit me up, and they were just like, we gotta ban you, like, like, like you just... And I was like, of all the things that I've said on this app, this is the one that you banned me for? And they were like, why don't you just make a fake page and just still... And I'm like, I don't want to be fake. I wanted people to know who's tweeting this shit that I'm saying. I don't want to have, like, one of those fucking burner pages where I'm, like, some weirdo saying
0: stuff and no one knows who it is. Yeah, good for you. And I'm an advocate for, I think these these social media platforms should make people actually show their face. Because it's like, if you want to get rid of all the bullying and all the, make people people use, force them to use their real names. And then they're not going to do it because they know they're going to lose their job. You get rid of so much racist tweeting, so much, if people had to use their real stuff. But now... We can still wow. pretend to be anybody we want. You can say anything. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sure. But I, I don't miss Twitter, to be honest with you. I don't miss it. I, I just maybe pour more into Instagram. I'm, I'm having
0: fun on there. Um, it's good times, you know? You're very outspoken, of course, for Black Lives Matter, for race issues. You know, you you speak up for black women. Tell me this. I'm sure you're not shocked, and I, I think I probably know your opinion, but the NFL seems to have done like a whole 180 on blm so has the nba or have they really well you know the inside so what do you you don't you think it's just it's smoke and mirrors it's the same way they hired jay-z for this
1: social justice shit what has he done what has he done i haven't heard that he's done anything exactly so when he signed this deal it was literally on the day the anniversary of kaepernick kneeling they did it intentionally to to dim his light on everything that he's done. They hired Jay-Z and everyone's like, just wait and see. Let's just wait and see. Jay-Z is going to get some stuff done. Nothing has been done. All they have done is talk and make sure that their league stays intact. And I said this to some friends of mine. I, they asked me, like, I, after the whole thing with George Floyd took place and all the players coming forward and making the NFL say Black Lives Matter, something they would never say. And people were like, well, do you think this is going to give um, Kaepernick an opportunity to play? And I said, the only way that he would play which would have been this past season is if those players then locked out and said, we're not going to play unless Kaepernick gets a job. And they didn't, you know? And so that just basically took the NFL off the hook. They can make all these commercials and do all this dumb shit that they want. But at the end of the day, you still support Donald Trump, who is a bigot, uh, who was probably, uh, you know, openly one of the worst presidents we've ever had. I don't believe that we haven't had a racist president at all. And that includes Barack Obama, but I ain't going to go there. Uh, But
0: I also. This feel is why like- you need to follow her. She goes on these rants. <laughs> yes, Even also- Barack. Oh my God. Okay, but yes, I, I, I agree with you, Donald Trump. Donald Trump is one hundred percent the worst. Yeah. The, the, worst, the we've worst we've ever possibly. seen. They were all closeted for the most
1: part, but one of the things that um, I think that they did was they they did just enough to keep uh, the black fans that they have there a little bit. But the NFL is essentially middle age or older white males mostly racist so that's their target audience so they don't really give a shit if they don't support black people they just need to make sure that the players are there who are going to be there because they're mentally you know abused by this league from jump from high school you know and so they just do just enough to make sure they can cover their own ass and say, well, we did something, you know, but they didn't really do anything. They they're, they're,
0: they own a day of the week. Horizon fibroids. Have you heard of them? Do you have fibroids? Well, guess what, ladies? 80% of us will have fibroids by the age of 50, and they vary in how painful they are. They can even cause infertility issues. So even in your late 20s, your 30s, you can develop a fibroid, and you may not know it, but you'll probably know the symptoms. Long periods, heavy periods, severe cramping that doesn't go away, so Seems to only get worse Those are some of the signs and symptoms You need to be connected with Dr. Will Neem He's a top fibroid doctor in Maryland He even talks to patients Like if you listen to our show in Florida In California He talks to patients nationwide Because he's so passionate about fibroids And he's passionate about the procedure Uterine fibroid embolization It's a non-surgical procedure It's like a teeny little uh, laser That they put in your wrist And can actually... I have no idea. Look, I'm, I'm clearly not a doctor. But anyway, they they actually are able to go in and shrink your fibroids through your wrist. Yes, it's for real. There's no downtime, very little downtime. If any, I'll let him explain all that. You can get a consultation just by going to horizonfibroids.com. When you go, tell him that you heard about him from the Sarah Fraser show. But fibroids, uh, don't let them slow you down or prevent your fertility. Horizonfibroids.com. OK, they could do much more
1: than what they've done and, and they haven't. And it's OK because they, I'm not expecting them
0: to, in my opinion. They're, they're never going to do anything that I feel, you know, moves the needle. Miko, how do you feel about the past year? Because we're coming up a year on COVID and then George, I can't remember if Ahmad Aubrey was Arbery killed Arbery first. first. Ahmad Arbery was first. Okay, yes. so we Taylor and then
1: George Floyd's
0: place. We're coming up on the anniversaries of these deaths and huge movements across this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like things are going in a a, a more diverse, race conscious um direction?
1: I think what's happening is, and this is something that I took that took place with me. I ended a lot of friendships with people during this time as well, mostly my white friends or non black friends, and also a few black friends as well. Because what I learned about myself, even is you don't really know a person until something like this takes place, and then you see their reaction to it. And so uh, it just made me have very uncomfortable conversations with people that I have in my circle that I hold you know, close to my heart. And then you learn that essentially people are your friend, but they don't care about you. They don't care about you. In order to care about me, you have to care about people that look like me. You know, mm-hmm. and so okay. what is we all had if, if you are have a true friendship with someone, you, you should have had a conversation about this and you should have learned something about that person. Now, that doesn't mean that we've moved forward because these things are still happening. It's a perfect example. Yesterday, I posted how they said uh, George Floyd is on trial. His trial is coming up. He's not on trial, you piece of shit. Like, he's died. he died. Derek Chauvin is on trial. But do you see what I mean? It's like we're still being
0: used for clicks. Say his name. He's the one who killed someone. And you're referring to, I saw TMZ, and maybe there were other news outlets, but TMZ was one of the biggest news outlets that yes. essentially said, you know, uh, Minneapolis is, is you know, getting ready for the George Floyd trial. And then people were, uh, yeah, know. I was pissed off about it because it's not his trial. Like, if you're going to say his name, say his name in
1: a way that's supportive of him. Not That's not supportive of him. That's just for clickbait say that piece of shit's name who stood on his neck for 8 minutes you know and so that's why i feel like we're still behind because the media who is controlled by the people that we will not speak of don't feel that 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 we should there's has to be a this is a socialist
0: country right
1: yeah Bottom feeder, right? Someone's got to be at the bottom.
0: Well, as a capitalist, right? Lots of people want it to be socialist. But capitalism, you have winners, you have losers, right? Everything is for profit.
1: And I'm fine with capitalism. I truly am. The problem I have with it is that it's my people at the bottom, regardless of how much money we make. Do you know what I mean? Right. So if you make a certain amount of money and we're gonna be in a capitalist society, then bitches like me, bitches, people that are wealthy should be held to a higher standard. Then it shouldn't be that I'm still down here because I'm black. That's bullshit. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like like it's got to all make sense, and it doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make sense that Black people who have built this country, who are the only reason this country is what it is today, are still the bottom feeders no matter what in society. You know, we, we kind of do everything, entertainment, music, sports, yeah. science, education, like fashion. What don't Black people run in the United States, honestly? um, Yeah, I mean— <laughs> That's just how I feel. And so I'm just tired of us not being appreciated and not being, you know, uh supported whenever things are going wrong with us.
0: So you think it still needs to move, there's still a lot of work to do. It still needs to move in a a much more, you know, open dialogue. You know, people really need to realize it, take it and really take action, honestly.
1: Yeah, because our lives truly don't matter. We are we are what I want to I mean, I'm sure this number has changed, but it's supposed to be 13 percent of the population. And but we're like 70 percent of the prison population. Like, how does that make sense, Sarah, for real? I know. You know like do black black people, the only people that do drugs because we're the only ones getting arrested for it. I know. You know why, why is it OK? Why do people why are people OK with seeing black people getting shot on the streets and saying, well, but. Like committing a crime does not equal murder. Right? Can could you imagine if, whenever you did a crime of any kind, you steal a bag of chips, you slap an old lady, um, you steal a car, you die, and everyone's okay with it because you committed a crime? It doesn't make sense to me. You know, it just seems okay whatever's happening to us.
0: Right. And I, I'll never be okay with that. Well, I do. Ho- I mean, I'm an optimist, so I do hope this year. I mean, I feel like you know, big voices like yours and converse. I mean, I do feel like people are, it's being put in everyone's face mm-hmm. and hopefully things are changing. I mean, you know, you do see the Biden administration saying they're going to have open conversation about reparations. They want I mean, again, who knows if that really comes to fruition, mm-hmm. but, you know, criminal justice. I mean, I, I, I'm hopeful that, we're going to keep you growing be
1: helpful, girl. You can be helpful And this is one of the things that I wanted to say to you as well. It's like, you know, I wanted to congratulate you obviously on being pregnant and getting ready to have a baby and everything. And a lot of people have always asked me like, why don't you have more kids? And why did you take so long? I never wanted to have children never because I don't like how black children or black people in general are treated, you know? And it's, it's, it's one thing to be all happy and blissful that you're baking this baby and you're creating life, and then it comes out of you and you have to have it out in the world of people that are gonna judge it and treat it a certain way just because of something they can't even control, which is the color of their skin, you know? And it's like, if you're not black, you don't know what that feels like. You know, you don't know what it's like to have a piece of your heart walking around and possibly murdered or possibly hurt or harmed just because of that. Like. Right no one knows anything else about them except that they're black and suddenly black is wrong you know and so it's like i couldn't even imagine having another child like i already have one and i'm fucking terrified he's a black man yeah you know just grow up in a country that is going to treat him like shit, essentially because of the color of his skin and i always tell him i said the things that i'm doing right now are in hopes that whenever you're an adult, you, I don't think it's going to be better by the time he's an adult at all, but I, I'm trying to push it forward so that when he's there, he can continue to fight for our people. So that at least things are, I don't even believe I want equality. Honestly, I don't, I don't want equality. I just want respect at the end of the day,
0: you know? Yeah. No, I, I I know, and I learn a lot from watching you, and you know many other women of color and friends of color who who speak up because you're right. It's hard. It's hard as a white person to put yourself in that spot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you know, I, I just think that communication and, and understanding,
1: you know, like is what we should be all focused on. Yeah, you know, talking and saying, I don't know that. I did. I don't feel that. I get. I get it. You know, I hate when people say I don't see color. Well, you have to, bitch. You have to see color. You know, you have to. Right. You have to know that me walking around in this skin is completely different
0: than you walking around in your skin. Totally different. You know, yeah. Very different. 100% um, Well one of the things too that you and I have a lot In common with is we love to talk housewives And in fact you're friends <laughs> some of the housewives. Yes, This is what I love do. about you We can have all these conversations You know we're very dynamic people So but one of the things you and I will call each other We'll talk for hours about all these crazy housewives So are you big into Atlanta right now Or Salt Lake Who, who, Like what's the franchise that's your go to Honestly it's New Jersey <laughs> Okay. By the way, did you think it was terrible that Teresa accused Jackie's uh, or Jackie c- accused Teresa's daughter of doing cocaine in the bathroom? No, Whose no. side were you on? I'm on Jackie's
1: side. And okay. I, I love Teresa. I truly love her. I love Gia. Like she's like everything to me. But I'm on Jackie's side because you can't tell someone. Well, I would want to know. You didn't tell her. You literally walked around her husband's party. And maybe you were drunk, but you got to own your drunkness and you spread a rumor. Do you know that happened to me like the exact same way? Like I was someone accused. Um, this is so crazy that I'm even going to say this. I'm not going to say who it is, but someone in my family accused my husband of beating me, physically abusing me. In your own family? Yes, in my family. And um, so when I heard about it, wow. I confronted the family member and I said, Who told you this? And the response was, I can't tell you. So... It's rude. You know, it's offensive. If you're going to say it, bring it to me as a woman and say, hey, girl, let me tell you, not at my man's party either. No one else should have heard it. I know you guys are on a show, so eventually it's going to air, but it would have been more respectful if she would have pulled her to, to the side and said, hey, girl, just want to let you know there's people saying stuff about you and your husband. You might want to tap into it. And if you're not going to say who the source is, then it's not then it's not something you should ever bring up. And I thought it was... Incredibly accurate for Jackie to say what she said. Very, you see the reaction that Teresa got. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Jackie would have reacted had she known this at her party. Yes, you know she would have flipped the fuck out on you and called you to c word multiple times as well because you just don't say things like that
0: without any any proof or or any like sensitivity to it. You know. Uh, No, i'm with you. I'm with you. That was a really crazy rumor and you're right It's like it is awful and we'd all react the same way, especially if you're not giving a source like oh I can't say who's it's like that's you're right. You can destroy a fucking marriage. So that's like Yeah, Yeah. it's by the way. Do you think you know The rumor is that melissa and joe gorga are headed for divorce next. What do you think?
1: I kind of I kind of saw this coming a big part of me. Um since the time that I've seen them a big part of me has always thought that
0: um there was something with them. Really? God, I thought they were so This is where I fall like I just I fall for anything on television cuz I kind of felt like yeah, she, you know, he's like a little obnoxious and she seems like she's annoyed by him at times, but they seemed solid. But it does seem like they're falling apart. Still be, this is my thing. You
1: can still be solid and still have bullshit going on on the side, you know? And so I've always, me personally, I've always felt like he wasn't hot enough for her. Oh. Like he, I can see her feeling like I could do better, even though she has this amazing family. And I'm not saying she anything that she's done is true or whatever, but I've always felt like she felt like she's better than she could do better than him. Or, you know, like, like she just seems like the kind of woman. And, and this is not a negative thing because we can all feel like we could do better than our man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I
0: feel like that all the time. Yes. But I've
1: always felt like she had a little sass about her that, you know, like I don't care if he leaves me or if he does this, he does that. I'm going to be good, honey, because look at me and look at what I bring to the table. I think she's beautiful. I think she's smart. Um, I think she's talented. You know, she's a hustler. You can totally tell. And I think that he tries to throw her into this just you're a sex kitten. and you're like a, a fuck toy type of
0: box. Yeah. And I think that she's always, you know, not really appreciated that. You know? I agree with you. You nailed it. That's what I kind of meant when like saying he was obnoxious. He definitely treats her like an object. I yeah, think. yeah, for sure. And yeah. you can tell she's over it. She's completely over it. Her kids are damn near grown now,
1: and so he better be careful, is what I'm saying. Because I'm pretty sure it's a lot of men out there
0: <laughs> come get her ass that quick. I agree. I agree. Um, who else on that show is like your favorite, or who else do you really like? Um. Well, I do like Marge the 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 not the the
1: the mom, the the, the other one. I yeah. like I love that she married her contractor. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He's Look, so ridiculous. I know. I, we're going to talk about this. Happiness over everything. She was probably miserable in her marriage and probably just had a lot of money. You know what I mean? I love that she kind of owns her shit. She's rude a little bit, but she's she's very apologetic. Like when she says some bullshit, she quickly like kind of checks herself on it a little bit. I I, I like the, the new Teresa. I didn't like the old Teresa. I don't like what she did with Jackie, but I like the new Teresa because I know that she was playing a character when she was married to to Joe, you know, she couldn't tell how miserable she was and how disrespectful he was treating her and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Oh, good picture. I, I don't particularly like, um, damn, I don't know her name, which is the uh, surgeon's wife.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. I know. I love her. I was looking at Margaret Joseph's husband, who's Joe. And then, um, Oh my God. Wife's name.
1: she just, she just rubs me the wrong way. She just rubs me the wrong way. I would have beat her up by now, just saying. I would have been put my hands on her by now. She's the, she's probably the only one of the group that I've wanted to slap. You're, a, f- y- you're a fan of Dolores. Yes, I love Dolores. I, I love, love, love Dolores. Girl, have as much plastic surgery as you want, bro. I don't give a shit. If it's, it's your body, if you want to fix it, girl, you fix it. I think sh- that Dolores should be fucking
0: frank. And David. She should be fucking both of them. (laughs) David is I'm over David. They they I don't even know why David is on the scene. By the way, it's Jennifer. Jennifer is the one we're thinking of. It's the plastic surgeon. I'm so over David. Aside from David's house where they all seem to stay when they recover from surgeries, I don't give a fuck about David. Do you? I mean, they do. They all stay at his house and David like gives him an IV because he's a doctor or whatever. David seems useless. He doesn't seem into her. He, you know, he seems uncomfortable in front of the cameras. We're going on like two or three seasons with him. I'm like enough. Ditch him. Bowtie Joe is your guy if you are looking for financial advice. Now the markets are hotter than ever I wanted to give you One last commercial spot Because you guys know The best way to support this show Is to frequent our sponsors Joe Pasetto has a financial management firm Called JP2Management.com He's fully licensed Highly recommended If you don't believe me Check out his website JP2Management.com He spent years at Wells Fargo In their finance department And then decided to go out on his own Because he was tired of overcharging clients On their fees If you have $500 to invest Or $500 Anywhere in between He is your guy He's been on the show To talk recently About GameStop Investing with Robinhood How you can become an, Into the stock market Which you should be Because it's a great way To plan for your Financial future So contact Joe today Go to jp2management.com Tell him the Sarah Fraser Show sent you
1: I think that what I learned this week is that David has pipe. David is putting a long dick inside of her, and that's (laughs) probably his purpose. And you know, you can't just be letting big dicks just go away. Like, that shit is rare. Well,
0: So, I do have to say I think Frank has a very small penis Because I yes, think He's cool. been using steroids for years You know he has tiny little yes. balls You know and I think Frank is a fun boyfriend Frank is a good time You always smile with him He's very happy
1: he's a, he's a man's man Kind of guy I could totally see someone Still wanting to fuck him Even if the dick is little But I think David is dick Big dick energy, and that's all he brings to the table. And Dolores deserves that shit. She deserves big dicks.
0: Dolores is amazing. Yeah, I hope she's using him for great sex. And you're right, Frank is like all those things. But I feel like with Frank too, you know, it would be an hour to get him hard. You know, I mean, it would be medication and sex. You know, you're not with Frank for sex. You're with Frank for a good time. (laughs) You'd have to pump him up. You'd have to pump him down. It's too much with Frank. Isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> Those steroid guys you know you've been around football players they they, just, it's, it's, they can't get it up it's so yeah. it's such a mess. Oh my you God just, you're yeah. a good time honestly By the way, when can we come to your house in Florida and hire bolo? you know I mean I am all about this bolo stripper I mean that dick looked amazing he was one chill wiping with it and I mean yeah. you know like some of the Atlanta women we we've got to hire bolo and then have a party at your place. Um,
1: well, you know, I'm more into the female strippers, you know, uh, I'm more of a tits and ass kind of girl, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been called bisexual a few times, but, um, I wouldn't be against it. You know, I I wouldn't be against it. I think it's just entertainment. Um, but Bolo seems fun and he seems like a lot of girls would enjoy that.
0: And you know how ironic
1: Okay, well, That's we'll get much. female way strippers too, too. That's way too much for me to bite off, girl, honey.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you, my walls don't move like that. They don't. I, I'm willing to try it, especially after giving birth to this kid. I mean, what I, the hell, you know? I mean, I'm going to need something like that, you know? I mean, okay, but here's my thing. So, he, you know, you did you see Bolo went on Watch What Happens Live this week? He says he I didn't— did not see that. He did, and he said he, he's never watched the show— He's never watched his scene. He doesn't, nothing. And he won't talk about what happened in the bedroom, That's which. A good man, that is, that is how it's supposed to be.
1: Kenya is a piece of shit. I, listen, my bachelor, bachelorette party will never be spoken of. Okay. Anyone that speaks about a bachelorette party is a piece of shit. You know, I just thought that, you know, I understand that they're all on a show and everything, but it's just rude. I have parties that are not even bachelorette parties, that can't even be speaking, spoken of. You know, I've, I've ended friendships with women who have, i found out, have gone, I've had some wild parties, let me tell you. I believe it. Believe. Yes. <laughs> yes, I believe so it. Phones, you know, and there's no shame. And so whenever I hear that you've spoken about something that's happened at my parties, you're no longer invited, period. There is no second chances, you know? And so I just feel like they just really cross Kenya cross the line and even wanting to investigate what happened, mind your fucking business. Get up there to your child. You're the one that brought your child because you were also spread Eagle. You know what I'm saying? Pussy open, you know, damn near the whole night until a dick came
0: out. And now all of a sudden you're approved. Like, get out of here. Well, Kenya seems salty that, like, Bola wasn't into her, right? Doesn't she seem like the woman at the party where the the, guy— Also, that um, the other girl, LaToya, wasn't into her. That LaToya was on Portia
1: and Tanya. She was just jealous that she wasn't the candy for the night. That's all that was. Pure
0: jealousy. Here's Bolo, by the way, on Watch What Happens Live. You know, people were making fun of this. He seems to be in some sort of like lazy boy recliner, you know, for his Watch What Happens
1: Live. Bolo <laughs> is chilling, girl. He Bolo didn't <laughs> <pretty> fucking care less. <laughs> Let me tell you, he got paid to do his job and he probably got paid very well. And he got a bonus, allegedly, of a threesome.
0: Like, how is he losing? How? He looks so great there. I mean, and it's like Bolo... Do we have any lighting in the house or anything he's like in the dark he doesn't care
1: He does not care I like that I like a man that ain't gonna say a damn thing after what happened I I would I'm surprised he didn't say I wasn't there Now what do you think do you miss NeNe Leakes or are you happy NeNe has moved on I don't miss her um when the show first started NeNe was one of my favorite characters Me too I loved her thought that she was just sassy. She kind of called people out. She was a little bit rude, but very fun. And then I realized that she was the most unattractive girl on the show inside and out. It's one thing to be unattractive on the outside. We can't really always help that. You know, you can help your, your figure and work out and all this stuff. But, you know, you, some things, you know, but she's ugly on the inside. It just seemed like she was just trying to dig at everybody. She was just being so nasty. I'm very good friends with Portia and Kim. Those are two of my my closest girlfriends. And, you know, I know about things that aren't happening on the show because I talk to them on the regular. Yeah. And so I know other things that are taking place, and it just seems like she's very unhappy. She is unhappy, she's miserable in her marriage yeah like just divorce him already girl like get over whatever it is happiness get find your happiness and then maybe she would be a better addition to the show because even though these girls bicker and beef and talk shit or whatever, no one seems super miserable like she
0: cheated. You know, I do agree with you. The last couple of seasons and the reunions, where she wouldn't even speak, it seemed like it had gotten to a place that it was so bitter for her and toxic. And and I'm with you. You know, I think season after season, we've seen her really wrestle with Greg that she loves him, but she doesn't love him. And then maybe Greg, it's like I'm with you. Cut Greg loose for what? Yeah. I know he's been good to you and was good to you. Maybe when your your son was little, your your boys were little, but it's like. No more Yeah Yeah. 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 They're not fucking They're not fucking <laughs> and he yeah. needs dick, Okay Greg was always like A therapist Dad slash pastor To her You know what I mean yeah. It was like That's what he was He was this great But he wasn't like This passionate lover By any means
1: And that's what bothers me too How she's always talking she, She's always said To Kim Close your legs To married men And Calling people hoes, like, girl, you were at a strip club And you met him, like a grandpa Low-key, and you married him Like, stop acting like you guys just, like, fell In love, like, you totally married him for money There is nothing wrong, if your Happiness is money, honey, and you marry for money, then do what you do Like, it's okay, everybody's living their life We all have one life, I'm not gonna tell Anybody what to do to make themselves Happy.
0: Um, no, you are Friends with Portia, you're, you're friends with Kim Zolciak-Beerman, um, who We all love, um, or Portia and Dennis Is there any chance Of a reconciliation
1: Um, I talked to Portia Last year When they The first breakup You know about the girl That he was sleeping with That worked for him And you know All that stuff That little student thing And I went I did um, Dish Nation. I subbed in for her And we talked She was there You know On set or whatever But she was there And we talked And I was saying to her And I was just like Portia just leave him He ain't yeah. it He's not it. And I, I commend her for trying. You, you can't, you know, be mad at someone for trying, but he's just not it. Like, he's not um, what she wants. Portia wants someone who's all over her, who's all into her, who thinks she is the fucking shit, you yeah. know? Yeah. And she deserves that. And he's never going to be that. He's not. He's a, he's a cheating man. And it's okay. Just don't freaking marry a cheating man. Don't yeah. do it. If you want someone that's going to be faithful to you and and loyal to you and think that the world of you, he's not it. And you have a baby now, so you, you got to deal with that. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't have given him a, a chance then. I mean, I, I know more than everybody else. I know you do. Yeah. No, he ain't it. Move on, Portia. Move around. It's a line. It's a long ass line down the street to be your man, girl. Let's start. You know, figuring out which one of these other guys it is. And I find, know. You know
0: and find your little boo a, a good stepdaddy. <laughs> I agree And yeah I never got the vibe That Dennis was it Dennis is wow. yeah yeah. Dennis doesn't do it for us Um Well I'm hoping I mean you know obviously You're friends with Kim uh, you know I'm hoping that Kim comes on the show because I'm really dying To have her I mean she's kind of a royal you know Reality star TV royalty You her on this show Yes. Yes. So I've reached out to her. I've been talking to her people. So I'm hoping she can come on. You know, she has a super busy schedule. Um, I'm a girl. I got you. Okay. You want me to call you her? You right? you better call her. Yes. Call her. Oh, I've oh. been talking to Nikki. Nikki who's oh. I, either her assistant or booker. So we've been talking. She was supposed to be on the show. we were going to do an interview today, but they had to reschedule. Let's see if she's going to pick up. And let me find Nikki's uh to put on speaker. Yeah, Nikki is her management executive assistant. I don't know what this weekend, she might be mad at me because I didn't come over.
1: I was supposed to come over on Saturday. I didn't make it over there. <laughs> I was, got so drunk <laughs> out there. Oh my god, I was so hungover, and I had to recover so many times. Well, Sorry. wait, but. Yeah, if she didn't pick up. She might call back, but I got you. I but got you're
0: you. in Florida, right? She's in Georgia. Oh, yes. I guess that's I was close. in Atlanta this weekend. I went out there for
1: um. There's a black owned shoe. Let me show you. Oh, oh yeah. Show us. So, my favorite shoe company is called Saya, somewhere in America. This is they're called the Vulture, and this is an ice cream Vulture. So he had a pop up shop um uh, in Atlanta this weekend, and um I went. You had to go and buy these in person to get them. Okay. So I literally to get these shoes, girl. SIA, S-I-A collective. It's a black owned shoe designer. He also does luggage. He does clothing, jewelry, belts, everything. And he's like, he's everything. He's, he's everything. So I literally flew out there just to meet him. Just like, like I have, I'm fans of so many people. That's why it's so funny that they're fans of me too. Cause like, I don't, Think about it like that, but I flew out there this weekend to go to his pop up shop to support him. Um, oh
0: my god, work and um, yeah, I just love all all of his clothes, all of his shoes. These yes. shoes are so freaking cute. Somewhere yes. in America, okay. I want to know who else you're you're fans of. Like, okay, because you do find these really unique, very talented artists.
1: Yeah, man. Okay. So
0: they're so damn. I feel bad
1: that I brought them up, but I'm gonna bring up some of the black. Companies that I support. So there's a girl named Bella Mind and Body. Okay, I buy all of her. Like I buy yoni eggs. You ever have you ever used um yoni? I'm dying to do one. No, I have never used one. Okay, so I use the yoni eggs. I use the the yoni steams, the pussy wash. Um, I'm 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 a sage in in incense burning, chakra cleaning, crystals owning ass bitch. So I get all of my stuff from her. She is incredible. Okay, say the name one more time. What's mind and body? Okay, uh huh. There's a my favorite tea company is called Teas with Meaning. T E A S. Okay, with meaning. When I tell you this is the best tea I've ever had in my life, it is so good, girl. Like it's like a it's like a drug at this point, you know. So I these are brands that I support like monthly. Like like I can't even get enough of them. Okay, Fresh is another company that I completely love and support. Um, there's a. My, I have a holistic doctor because
0: you know I'm plant based. I know honestly. you're plant based. I know. And but wait a minute. Wait. Are you really? Are you not going to get the COVID vaccine? Absolutely not. Really, you aren't. This no. is the only thing I disagree with you on. And I know you, because you recently made headlines. But tell me why you think I should get the vaccine or why anyone should get the vaccine. I legit think it works and it's real science. And I do think we've progressed. And here's the thing. They were given so much money to research. Of course, they're going to make a ton of money off this vaccine. But they were given so much money to research and do this. I, I actually legit think this is a good thing. If you knew that eggs
1: and um, aborted baby fetuses... Or in the
0: vaccine, would you think it was a good idea? You've got to use some of that to get stem cells. You know, I mean, you've got to, you, because the stem cells help to rejuvenate and in the blood, you, you got to use some of these things. There it's, you go. That, that's why, you. before I even get into the other reasons that I wouldn't take the vaccine, because that alone is enough for me. They're always injecting you with a little bit of the virus to try to get your body How to generate... Well, like you said, with stem cells, with other, you know, they claim they don't use um, any baby fetuses. I have video proof that just
1: about every vaccine that has ever been injected into any of us has had some dead babies in it. Okay. Uh,
0: uh, Don't you feel like that
1: was years ago
0: though? And now they've
1: evolved. America girl, this, we won't find out what's really in this vaccine for another 20 years. They're never going to tell us the truth. I, I personally don't, I don't vaccinate my son. Um, I don't trust this country, as I told you before. Um, We are in the business of making money, not saving lives. Uh, If we cared about saving lives, we would do things much differently, let alone a freaking vaccine. There's a bigger pandemic happening in this country. It's called Black people dying. And yeah, so there you have it, Sarah. I'm not doing it. I I support and salute anyone that chooses to do it. I'm not one of those people that go, how dare you take the vaccine? No, do whatever you want. You want to eat
0: McDonald's? Eat McDonald's, bitch, okay? Right, which is true, which is also like a form of poison. I I agree with you. Let people do what they want to do. Absolutely. Yes, allow people to do what they want to do. I know that there's going to be
1: stipulations of me not being a true American or not being able to travel and not being able to do... I'll focus on myself, okay? And if the vaccine really works, why are
0: you worried about those of us that aren't vaccinated? Wait, if the vaccine really works... Why are you worried about people that are not vaccinated? Yeah, well, because then they could get the safe? virus, right? Are you safe though? Well, I no, I feel like I'm very I'm very vulnerable and susceptible. Like being pregnant, you're you're immune. I eat really well, though. I mean, we're plant based, like you guys are, so I do feel very much like nutrition is the key to a that, lot of this stuff. They won't tell you that any
1: any virus. I don't care what virus it is. It is in the gut. It is mucus, any disease, it's, it's your gut. If you clean your gut, if you have a healthy, clean gut, you can get every single version of COVID possible and you're going to be just fine. It can't live in your body if you're healthy. But this country won't tell people to eat plants. This country won't tell people to stop doing all these bad things that create that make you die from the virus. No, I 100% agree, agree with you there. arm with something to tell you, hey, let's put this Band-Aid over this
0: bullet wound. And let's just see if any blood comes out. I don't want to do it. I, I agree. With, and we, we have a huge issue in this country. of And you know what I'm irritated with, too, is Dr. Fauci come out and said at the beginning of this virus, because we know that people of color are dying at a higher rate, is, we're, hey, we're going to address this. We're going to address nutrition, all this. And they've never, of course, said anything about it again. will, because that's against
1: what they want. You have a bunch of billionaires that run this country. There's meat industry, there's a dairy industry, there's a big pharma, there's food and drug administration, there's um, the media, there's all of these billionaires, and they are not going to
0: piss each other off. We are in this together. No, you're right. You're right. And it's sad because we should be, like we're teaching whatever, math, science, all the, all those great things too, but in schools, we should be teaching nutrition. How you could even start- i it's just wrong. You know, my son got wrote up at school- Because he had a test and the teacher
1: said, how much dairy do you need to grow up big and strong? And you need this much. And he said zero. Yep. You know, and he got the answer wrong. So, of course, he wants to know why he got it wrong. And the teacher's like, because you need this. And he goes, I've never had dairy a day in my life. I'm the biggest kid in this classroom. (laughs) Like, how is that right? You know, and she just tried to, like, check him instead of, like, saying, you know what, Aiden, you're right. Or just ignoring it or something. She tried to reprimand him for being right. And so of course, you know, me, I was at the school the next fucking day, 7.30 AM, an hour before school started. Like, listen here, honey, you can, you can tell him he's right and move on. But what you're not going to do is make him feel like he's going to miss recess or, you know, punish him for being honest. He knows, about nutrition, because his mother has educated him on nutrition. You do not need a single ounce of dairy ever in your life. In fact, it's one of the lowest forms of calcium and vitamin D of any food that we eat. It's true.
0: It is you true. Know? Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's why you hear of women their whole lives eating yogurt, only to find out later in life they have osteoporosis. It is true. <laughs> It's complete. we've been sold through those, remember those got milk campaigns that were yes. so huge? Mm-hmm. You're right. Big marketing is what convinced us that milk was where it's at. And it's not, you know, it's even being pregnant, right? You need calcium, you, you know, obviously. orange. So, exactly. And you know what else I drink is pea milk, right? Which is yes. like, and they say right on it. And when you research it, it has double and triple the calcium levels that cow milk does. Yes. So I use that in my smoothie all the time. I because know. Way too smart to be taking this vaccine. Let me tell you, girl. <laughs> By the way, is there? Um. Okay. I have one last question for you, and I I adore you. Yeah, I'm so boy, glad. I'm like too, bitch. We can go ahead. I can't wait to come to your house, and um, I, and you need to invite all your celebrity friends because you know I'm also a star fucker. I love. I I, love it. I do. <laughs> so, I, I do. I I can't help it. It's so much fun. It's so fun to come to your place in Hollywood. Um. Okay. But I have one more question. Which was what? I just totally forgot. Oh, fuck. Was it? What was it about? Oh, wait, wait. Are there any organizations for um, like teaching people about food and like specifically like communities of color? Like, is there any organizations that are teaching people how like they could start their own garden or like any? I love things like that. No, not that I know of.
1: However, I have signed up for this thing called Master Classes. Yeah. Yeah. so there is a gardener on there who uh, my son and I are taking his master classes to learn our own gardening. And that's the thing about health. If you really care about your health in this country, you have to educate yourself. This you do going to teach you. And at some point, I believe we're going to have to grow on food. We're going to we, we're going to fuck this thing up. OK, Sarah, I do, too. Actually, I believe that, too. We're going to screw this whole thing up. And at some point, only the strong will survive. And so that's why I I'm building a team right now and I think I'm a little early but that's okay. I'm li- I'm literally building a team of people around me that are resourceful. So I've asked quite a few of my friends if shit got real if we had no electricity, we had no heat, no gas, no power, what could you bring to the table? I ask my friends these real what I call real nigga questions, okay? And my friends will say I can sew, um this one can cook, I can garden, I'm an educator. I'm this, I'm that, because at some point I truly feel like either we're going to do it through war because I do believe that there will be another civil war. And the only way for black people to be freed is another war. I don't know that that's going to happen, but I'm prepared. Or we're just going to ruin this country to the point where we're going to have to start over at some point and, and learn to survive. And, and so I think we all need to learn true medicine, true medicine, true nutrition, true health. And none of it comes with the chemicals and the bullshit that this country has forced into our bodies and, and, and made us, you know, adapt to. So if you truly want to be healthy, you have to educate yourself. Start with some documentaries. Um, start with a holistic doctor. Those, those are the doctors they don't allow to have a voice. And there's a reason because they don't want you to know that you can cure yourself. You literally can cure yourself by doing things that are
0: not prescribed. Yeah. Well, it's why acupuncturists, like you go to an acupuncturist, they have to be so careful about what they say to you, you know, mm-hmm. about they can't ever advertise, they cure anything or anything because they could, they'll lose, you know, everything because yeah, we are in a capitalist society and you know, yeah, I, I mean, it is, you're right on about a lot of stuff and the, and the food thing is the biggest thing we've been that's fed,
1: important, you know, and that's why I tell people all the time, like people say, oh, I'm woke and they eat, McDonald's Wendy's so she, I know it's, it's like, like you're killing yourself you possibly like like it's okay if you feel like like it's like having a, a shot of alcohol or you know like even smoking weed there's a negative part of smoking the weed I have lots of edibles too I do edible I do everything but it's one thing to live your life in that way like that's a part of your daily diet you whatever you're putting in your mouth is going into your brain it's your fuel and you can't possibly think to your highest capacity if your food, if your fuel
0: is toxic. Totally right. You know, once you go plant-based, your whole body changes, like everything. Mm-hmm. Your teeth, your skin get brighter, your gut health, all yeah. the crazy, like, migraines. Listen, it's so juicy, like, sh- girl, yeah. let me tell you,
1: that's the best part of it, too, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's just a different glow you have. Like, I feel like I'm walking around. There's like a beam of light on me, like just because of the way I eat, you know, the way I hydrate, the way I think, you know, just the, the confidence that you gain in yourself you know, like your hair, your skin Like
0: those are all outer things But you you feel
1: different on the inside You truly feel completely different
0: And isn't it mind-blowing when you go plant-based You get rid of, like, the dairy You get rid of the sugar You get rid of the meat Your mind is sharp mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's. That's, to me, like Because, you know, I've sort of uh, gone with, like, cravings And things like that when I've been pregnant yeah. So I've eaten more dairy than I, I like to eat So I'm, I'm kind of, like, scaling We're back journey, girl. We're all on a journey, it's all right All on a journey, right? But, um, but but when I've been like super clean eating, I'm like, oh my god, I feel mentally like I remember so many things, mm-hmm. and you want to give that to everybody, but it's hard, right? Because McDonald's is like one of the few places you can feed a family of four for like twenty five dollars or thirty bucks. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's and hard.
1: Can have dessert, like everything, like you can get everything, and that's on purpose. That's intentional. I know, I know, it's purpose, like, but. They also make sure that we don't make a lot of money. Like, look at all the taxes that we pay, and we still have to pay for health care. We still have to pay for all this shit that's going on. Whenever there's a natural disaster, they're asking people that are
0: making minimum wage or lower wage to donate money. What the hell for? For what? I can't disagree with you. I agree with you 100%. I think it's, it's nuts, right, for things that are happening in Texas, and then everyone's going to take up a GoFundMe. You're like... Yeah. What the fuck are we paying taxes for? Yeah,
1: what is it? What is it all for? It, it, it's it, we know what it's for. Yeah, we know it's for our country to take money to build an, an empire. You know, in our military to go over and abuse. Other countries that have all the natural resources. That's it, and that only makes the billionaire, the rich people, richer. We don't even if if you were taking my tax dollars, and let's say I was middle or lower class, and you were taking my tax dollars to go over there and bomb people in Syria and do all these things and steal these natural resources and you brought over here and I benefited, then maybe I would be okay with it. But we don't even benefit the people that are paying for this. We don't even benefit from the bullshit that they're doing. They do. Yeah. The billionaires do. The yeah. wealthy. It's you true. Know, so you Give us an opportunity to feel bad about what we're doing. It's like, damn, we're bombing people with our money, we don't even, we don't even
0: get in yet. No, it's true. What, oh, yeah. um, Miko Grimes? You're amazing. Thank you for being such a great friend. You're on Instagram. iHeartMiko, unfiltered, uncensored. She says it all. She yes. says it. She does I, it all. Are we getting out of here? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you about you didn't Oh well tell me about your whole shirt is this your brand? Tell me about so Miko is wearing a shirt that says H and it's it's H period O period E period and then underneath it it says happiness over everything. So tell me about this is your company. This is my short film. Oh, we can talk about it. Okay, tell me about your short film.
1: Okay, yes. Okay, so when the pandemic happened, first I was been a sports supporter for 14 years. Um And of course, this industry doesn't like people like me because I'm brutally honest, because I tell the truth way too much. And you just can't do that, like in this industry. And so I've been looking for um, another career career change you know like uh, this is career number three now so a bunch of my friends have encouraged me to get into the TV and film industry where I can tell stories um, that I wasn't allowed to tell um, as a sports journalist and so when the pandemic happened it gave me an opportunity to start writing some short films some things I really want to do and the first one that I wrote was called Ho and it's essentially a, a married couple who has a, a wife who uh, cheats. On her husband because she is unfulfilled sexually, and uh, it's just the show. It's it's a short film that I am pitching as a TV series, and I've really written season one. And it just basically talks about the ups and downs of when a woman needs some side dick as opposed to a man because we've always heard about the man and how he his wife doesn't want to get it up she says she's too tired she says that she says that well people need to know that that happens to women as well you know and there's just a lot of stories that need to be told i have a best friend on the show who's who what i would call the hoe friend she has an only fans my husband of course hates her i have a business partner who is very pro-black he's kind of like the Miko of the of the show. Um I have a side dick who um happens to be in the NFL who pillow talks to me about, you know, what's going on with him in the NFL. And then I have a husband who's in corporate America but predominantly white, you know, blue collar white associates and that struggle that he has. And then you have this wife who's just wants to get fucked all the time and wants to just have a good life. And so she would be called a hoe because she cheated, you know, but when a man cheats, no one calls him a hoe. Come on, pimp. All oh, you that mega, All oh, you this, you that. So I decided to call it hoe because she's truly just searching for happiness mm. and a lot of women can relate to her, you know, and, and under, like, there's just a lot of storytelling that I want to tell about, how everyone can kind of relate to her name is Sierra and her life and the things that she's going through in her journey with her husband and her friends and her business partners and her family and all the stuff. And so I wrote this, um, during the pandemic and I shot the short film at my house in LA, like shot the entire thing in my, my home. It's so good. It was open. You know, there was COVID, there was all these things. So we shot it, we've edited it and, um, it's on film free. Film freeway right now I'm gonna be putting it into A lot of short film academies Very soon And I'm also pitching it As a TV series
0: I can't wait I've seen the trailer I've seen the pilot It's so good I I feel like your show Is definitely gonna get picked up Because I can't think of a show On TV right now That is doing Anything like that
1: Yeah There isn't And there's a Voice We need a voice for this We need a voice for women Who are also You know not afraid to be who they are. You know, the show will predominantly take place in therapy, which I think is incredible. You know, I think that everyone should have therapy, whether you think something's wrong with you or not. Totally. just have a very, a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Like we should all be having these uncomfortable conversations and maybe we will, you know, get over some things and, and accomplish more if we're actually having these conversations.
0: It's so true, right? Cause when you do have, I, when you get uncomfortable and you are truly open and vulnerable, I feel like you can find a common okay. ground with almost anybody, even if, you know, you don't see eye to eye or feel all the same yeah. ways, but People are so afraid to go there. And of course, the internet is just short little snippets. So you never really get into any depth with people. Um, So I can't wait. You have to keep us posted. The show will definitely be getting picked up. I'm going to be needing your help in
1: case you know some people that can help me get it into some of the right hands. I think people are afraid to touch this because it's a woman cheating on a man. You know, they can't, people can't handle that. It's just like, oh my God, she's married and she cheated. And it's like, no, well, there's more to the story than just that.
0: God. You know, so I'm trying to think of, don't we feel like this would be really good on like Showtime or... Yeah, it, it has to be, it can't be like CBS, ABC, because there's a lot of sex,
1: there's a lot of cussing, there's a lot of inappropriate dialogue. So it needs to either land
0: on cable or a streaming app. Okay, wait, do you know um, the Zeus Network, the ones that did the, do you like them? I don't know them, but I, I'm
1: with, I think Zeus has a couple of shows on there that, um, that are very interesting. So I think it
0: could land there. <laughs> I know me too. I don't know anyone know there either, but too. I don't have a connection with anyone there. I feel like if we DM them on Instagram, like they'll get back to us. I don't know why, but I just do <laughs> just,
1: we'll just DM. You know, I, 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 I think I'm, I think I'm, um, I don't take
0: the DM series cause I've never really just DMed anybody like that. Really? Too. Miko, that's how I get like all my guests now. Like every, I feel like everybody's on Instagram DMs. Yes, I just DM people. I've DM'd producers and stuff like that. Can I send you my stuff? Yes. Okay, I need to. I need to get a little more aggressive there because I just use it for fun and education and talking shit. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think it more serious. Yeah, 100%, because you've got tons of followers. Yes. You've got to, okay, we'll DM. Anyway, all right, I adore you. iHeartMico on Instagram. Love you. We'll see you soon. Yay!